Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And good morning and welcome to the Nigel Hedgekiss Memorial Show. Jeez good off. morning, Gorilla. Well, mate, I can't. I'm nearly in tears here, mate. Give me a minute to just gather, ju- gather, gather will myself. You, will you please adjust that black armband on your yeah, left I know. arm? I know. I'm trying to it's gather little, myself. It's looking a little bit sloppy. Imagine that, mate. That poor... He'll be, he'll be stressed out. What's he going to do? He has got 460 large a year that, you know, split, you know, throw around the joint, just, you know... Strutting around Australia, business class pains and quaff and red wine. What's he going to do now? You well, blokes are very hard on him. Yes, folks. Nigel Hatchkiss has resigned and we are mortified. Who the hell are we going to criticise now? Oh, Who are we s- going to slag off as <laughs> being a person that's just trying to kick the trade union? Well, actually, there'll be a replacement, won't there? Oh, four, and they'll be on 428,000 428 large a year, mate. They'll be straight in there. They'll be hanging around like seagulls on a hot chip, mate. Yes, and the irony of it was that it was embarrassing to the government. So who did they get to go and tell Nigel that he had to resign? John Lloyd. Remember John Lloyd? Oh, yeah. Yes, John Lloyd. He was the bloke that used to head it all up, and John Lloyd decided uh, uh, 
that he was the one to go and have the chat. Wasn't Michaela Cash? Oh, I think uh, Michaela and Malcolm had a little talk to John, but John, <coughs> good old Lloydie, decided he'd go and do the business uh, in a possibly a luncheon situation. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, so poor old oh, Nigel's well. going to have to go from the two hundred dollar. Uh, uh, bottles down to the uh, $20 bottle you get from Dan the Murphy's. Cl- the clean skins. <laughs> oh, even worse. No, no, don't you well, worry. Well. Don't worry about Nigel. He'll be on a big, big superannuation. Yeah. He won't be losing. Yes, folks, indeed. Nigel Hatchkiss has uh, bitten the dust and he will be in due course replaced. The tipping at the moment is Kathy Cato. And the only difference between Nige and Cathy is Cathy is a zealot, just like Nige, hates trade unions, hates the CFMEU, but she might work after lunch. Yeah, well, just have a, have a think about all the headlines, too, that were going on when Nigel was in there and, and shit-counting us all over the papers, front pages, you know, two or three pages. He gets a lemon and sass, and what do we get? What, about four inches in, in the Herald Sun on, the, on the, about the fifth page or something, wasn't it? Yes, after, of course, everyone slagged us off about the uh, Barangaroo uh, dispute where a shop steward uh, was sacked and uh, we put on a blue about getting him reinstated and uh, in due course, Lend-Lease conducted a, an internal inquiry and reinstated the shop steward, Peter Gervaisi. Oh, that's right, yes. Yes, yes and uh, but no, Nige prosecuted and... Uh, Mr. Justice Flicker handed down a decision for 2.4 million bucks. Well, I've got to tell you, there's a few nominations for Scallywag of the Week just in what we've spoken about so far. But let me just reflect on one little thing. You can blame Nige. You can blame Kathy. You can blame all sorts of people. But in the end, the minister is responsible. And Michaela Cash admitted in Parliament this week under questioning that she knew about all this in October 2016. And here we are nearly 12 months later. And what did she do? Now, there's a thing in uh, the Westminster system called ministerial responsibility. And one of the things you're supposed to do as a minister is take responsibility for those of your officers who don't do the right thing. Well... You reckon Michaela's going to take any responsibility? No way. She's just going to slag off the union, continue with the program, and Nige, she's just going to let you take it. Yeah, well, there you are. We got off the real heavy start this morning on the old concrete game, mate. Indeed. But well worth it. Well worth it, and Nigel can listen to it on the podcast. Indeed. Now, moving along, we should just mention that the, uh, the New South Wales branch are going to appeal the $2.4 million fine. And uh, some of the commentary by Mr Justice Flicker in relation to uh, what he called perjury or suggestions of not giving tr- a full and truthful uh, evidence in the matter. Well, you know, Mr Justice Flicker's had his own little program going on for some time in uh, terms of what he has to say about the CFMEU and all the rest of it. And uh, I guess we'll hear about the appeal in due course. Now, a couple of other things that should be mentioned before we get uh, really going is the federal government has also just introduced new legislation 
in relation to superannuation funds and worker entitlement funds, i.e. your redundancy funds, and they are claiming that we have rorted the system. Well, unfortunately, there probably has been a few organisations, not the CFMEU, who have rorted the system, and... uh, (coughs) The AWU in South Australia have hardly covered themselves in glory. If they want to get exposed them, happy days, because as far as I'm concerned, in terms of the building industry, in terms of our sector, a lot of people put in a lot of hard work to make sure that people do get their entitlements. It's one of the biggest issues going around. The money does get paid in. Sometimes we have to use uh, fairly direct methods to get the money paid. But that's because the people who are supposed to be the regulators, APRA, all these ASIC, all these government bodies, the ABCC, all of them don't do anything about protecting workers' entitlements. And I guess this will just have to go on because what they say is that what we do to protect workers and their entitlements is illegal industrial action, and therefore we are criminals. Well, if it was a crime to walk down the street with red air, they'd make it a crime and then you're a criminal. Bullshit, but we'll just keep going. Brother, we have got a bit of legislation uh, coming up also in Victoria about labour hire. So the Andrews government have actually done something, and now we're going to have inspectors, we're going to have all sorts of regulations to stop all the rip-offs that go on with labour hire. Let's hope it also applies to gang bosses. Oh yes, yes, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because that's what they are. They are actually labour hire companies. New way to deal with all the shitbags in the plaster industry and the tiling industry and so on who are exploiting people and folks... Let's see if the uh, state government not only puts up as, uh, in terms of the legislation, but also puts up in terms of the enforcement. Oh, rule, mate, when you have a meeting with the plasterers, make sure there's no doors or windows in the room you're meeting because you can't keep them all there. But anyway, hopefully that's another step forward to sort of rule out. But, uh, yeah. Yes, there was recently a matter where a uh, plasterer, inverted commas, it was off on compo, And guess what? In the case that was brought in relation to this member's uh, compo claim, the insurance company said he wasn't an employee, he was an independent contractor. And then the gang boss gave up JZ Lee. Eh? Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Anyway, there's new legislation. Let's hope that we are going to get some serious changes because exploitation with no help from the federal government, with no help from the ABCC or any other government regulator, is going ahead full bore. Capitalism is running rampant. We're going to cut to a track? We are, mate. Yeah, we've got a little um, memento for our old mate, uh, Nigel Baby, just to give him a bit of a send-off.
Another one bites the dust. Nige, hard luck. See you later. Don't feel sorry for you. Bad riddance, you shit, Carter. <laughs> Every dog has his day. Indeed, and we're a few, because uh, we're in final season, a few yes. are going to have their day too this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, well let's talk about the um, working class game, the borough down there. Port Melbourne knocked off Footscray last week. They brought out all their stars. Footscray, that boy, I think he's on about 1.1 million a year or something. The, and all that looked terrific. Big Blake built like Tarzan, played like Jane. Um, <laughs> so the mighty Borough knocked them off, and uh, they're playing uh, Williamstown, the other standalone club. Support and we will the only standalone clubs. They're playing this Sunday today at two thirty down at the Borough. So get down there and support the standalone clubs, and it'll be an absolute ball bite of the game. So make sure you're down there supporting them. Indeed. Now, I just want to mention the passing of a long-time member and member of the scaffold industry, and that was Maddie McManus, who passed away recently. The funeral was this week, and Maddie, of course, was, back in 1997, uh, serious, well, uh, injured beyond belief. He uh, became a paraplegic, brain damage, you name it, Matty had a fall on a site and uh, he was lucky to survive. 20 years later, he has finally passed away, double pneumonia and complications. Now, Matty fought back from uh, the fact that he was basically considered to be about to uh, expire back in 97. He bounced back, even though he was in a wheelchair, even though he had all the issues under the sun. He uh, kept active. He did all the things that uh, were going to keep his his family going, build a new house to take the wheelchair, all that stuff. And as his daughter said, uh, he couldn't do a lot, but he took up painting, he took up crafts. He was very popular at uh, a number of community groups out in the basin. He was... uh, you know, fondly remembered by everyone. A very fit bloke, ran marathons, played basketball, did all that stuff back in the 80s before his uh, uh, catastrophic injuries. Uh, But I'll just mention this. One of the things he said was he used to like sitting there in his wheelchair and watching his favourite TV shows. All cops programs, murder programs, you know. Uh, NCIS, he used to watch that. He said he used to watch it constantly. So he used to watch a few uh, of the same shows over and over again. Didn't matter because she she said he couldn't remember. So it was okay. But Matty uh, got through and unfortunately he's passed. There's a lot of the old scaffies out at the uh, service out at uh, Lilydale. And uh, cheerio to all those blokes. And uh, to Alan Coulson, mate, I'm going to get through a whole show without saying that word, and uh, you can double your contribution next year to the Radiothon. Right, I'm moving what, right along. What word's that? It starts with I and ends in D. 
<laughs> anyway, we should also at this point, because uh, it's, un- it's extremely unfortunate that uh, young uh, health and safety officer with the AMWU, uh, Danny McNamara, also passed away in very tragic circumstances in very recently, last week. Okay, we're moving along. Should mention, because uh, we're getting towards uh, scallywag time, a couple of other people have jumped up. CPB jumped up big time on the uh, new project, the yeah, Western Distributor. E- explain who CPB is. Oh, that's Leighton's. Yeah, for those people that don't, don't know. understand that, mate. You know? Leighton's uh, is owned by Simic, and they changed the name to CPB. As you would. As you would, yes. <laughs> and CPB have very generously decided that all the work on the tunnel, which is going to be part of the project, will all be done exclusively by the AWU. And uh, CFMEU and other unions will basically, you're not going to get included in the discussion. Oh, you can do the surface work with the AWU. Well, you don't reckon this is going to be a problem. Your clients, state government, transurban, etc., don't reckon it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, to Mr. Vandenberg, that well-known ideologue, and uh, Julian Reznawicki. Julian Reznawicki is a uh, person who has been there before. Eastlink, Decel, all sorts of jobs, doing the business for companies like Thies and John Ollens and so on. Up to his eyeballs in it. This is all back to the future stuff, and we will enjoy it. Now. Also, should mention um, a few other people around the place who have been playing up big time, and one of those is John Hollands, who have now been exposed in a parliamentary inquiry in West Australia, where the Children's Hospital is now 18 months behind uh, schedule in terms of a handover. There's all sorts of problem with lead in the water system, the drinking water system. There's been asbestos introduced into a new building by uh, Chinese imports. And now John Hollands is having to face up to a parliamentary inquiry and let's hope they cop their right whack. Anyone else we're going to nominate? I'm not much help today, am I? I'm only here for me good looks. Who else we got? You, you, you mentioned um, yeah. oh, Michael Clemenger. Oh, that's a sookie lala, isn't it? That's a sookie lala. <laughs> oh, Clemo, he's a beauty. He'd be down there you know, quaffing his red wine down in Turak, wasn't he, old Clemo? He, <laughs> he was supposed to be on a job on Saturday, wasn't he? he didn't frame Last him. Saturday he was supposed to be at the John Faulkner Hospital just to take an interest in what was happening to uh, fix all the problems that had been identified, which led to the total... Removal of all patients from the hospital because no one knew what was going to happen with the uh, power system. And I've got to say, it wasn't uh, the pro- it, the fault was with the hospital rather than with uh, Cockrums. But uh, Michael Clemenger was going to front up. He was going to take personal interest in the matter. And when he heard that uh, <clears throat> a certain party was on the job, he uh, took a couple of half steps and didn't arrive. Took the short steps. Took the short steps, Michael. I was waiting for you. I wanted to catch up and, you know, just go down memory lane. But no, so no. sooky la-la for you again this week. Down in Turak, quaffing the Rev one, he would have been, mate. Righto. Now, we should also mention um, that decision in Barangaroo. 
that uh, matter that uh, was a subject of a huge fine on the New South Wales branch. The shop steward, or the, about yeah. the uh, trying to get the shop steward back on, yeah, and that was a huge uh, dispute. And uh, Mr. Justice Flicker has decided to impose huge fines and make all sorts of allegations in his judgment about people not telling the whole truth. Anyway, so Mr. Justice Flicker gets a mention. Michaela Cash gets a mention because ministerial responsibility says. Nigel was your personal appointment, so you're going to wear him. Anyone else we've got? Uh, that's about it, I think, is it? Well, just a general general give up of the uh, rope access companies. All this shit that's coming out now across the board. I'm not going to say every one of them is, is uh, guilty, but they all need to be uh, looked at closely because there's a whole lot of shit going on across a number of companies that have already been identified. Righto. What are we going to do? Well, who are we going with? It's a cast of thousands, isn't it? Yeah, well, the Skellywag, jeez. Well, Clemo's just won it, because the the award's named after him, so he's got to win it. No, no, we're talking the Skellywag. Yeah, but now we're going to the Skellywags. So hang on, you've confused me now. no, no. Clemo's one sooky last. Oh, so we got, so got that out of the way. Oh, right. Now, uh, the hard task. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, you could get the double. <laughs> the Quinella. No, 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 no. No, no. Michael's standard is sooky. Come on, who we got? Well, I'm going with him. So who you got? Who you like? Well, to be honest, I reckon Michaela Cash. Yeah, all right. The perennial. But anyway. Because... You can ask Nige to stand down. You can say, we're a pack of bastards. You can do all sorts of things. But in the end, Nige deserves to go. But in the end, if you're the minister, you're the one that stands up in parliament and slags us off and tries to introduce all this new legislation to stuff us over, you're responsible. So that's it. All right. Michaela Cash is the winner. And, yeah, okay, so that's it. Well, that's it. We've got the same old way. Indeed. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we're going out with Bad Moon Horizon. Because, unfortunately, Nigel will be replaced by another zealot. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.